Almost 30 with Krista Williams and Lindsay Simpson. Each week, we catch up with Krista and Lindsay to hear what's happening now, what hilariousness happened then, and to ask, is it almost 30? Welcome to Almost 30, everybody. Welcome. It's Lindsay Simsick. Krista Williams. Glad to have you back. Thanks so much for subscribing, rating, and reviewing. Yep. We love having you listen. We love. Lindsay just got sexy. <laughs> well, we're You're in just a, sexy. We're in our dark closet, closet. studio. We're in a, it's a studio. studio. <laughs> it's also covered with my clothes. And we're also recording by candlelight. Yep. We keep it steamy. We do a seance after this. Mm-hmm. How's everything? You had a good week? Such a good week. Came back from Bali. Oh. So I can... We're going to start off 100 Not 100. Yeah, I'd love to just, just get right into it. 100 Not 100, and then we'll do our question of the week, which is a good one about friends, growing up, relationships that you have, growing out of them, growing into them. So it's a really, really so good one. So relevant. Love it. It was mm-hmm. an email from someone, so that's such a good topic. Okay, so 100 Not 100. I have to say, I just got back from Bali on Tuesday. Mm. Wednesday. And it was so dope. Bali was someplace that I never actually in my life thought I would go. So to go was really just like surreal. Surreal. Mm. It was like, whoa. And it's 15 hours to Taiwan and then five. So it's, it's a, it's a How did you commitment. Yeah. I slept for 13 of those hours. How? I don't know, man. You sleep on planes. I'm fucking crazy. I sleep on planes. Wow. I am like out. I have to drug myself. I took Benadryl. Okay. People are like, take an Ambien, like, take, no, no, no. take I mean, a Xanax. Like, it's like, that's literally a prescription drug. <laughs> like, just... Yeah, you can't pop it if you don't take, like, take it. Or, like, yeah. That's, like, cool for people. Like, take an Ambien. It's like, okay. So I just literally took a Benadryl, which is amazing, yeah. and, like, fucking slept. Slept the whole way. Read my new favorite book, the Elon Musk biography, oh. which is everything. Oh, Elon Musk watching. is everything. It is so interesting it is so engrossing. Like, it is so... The guy who wrote it just is so detail-oriented. Mm. And you, like, waver on loving him or hating him. And it's all true. And it's happening right now. It's, like, just fucking cool. Mm. Like, it's so rad. And so I love that. And then I write a lot. Like, I write blog posts. Like, I probably wrote, like, eight blog posts. Wow. I even write emails. Like, if I have emails to write, I'll write mm-hmm. them. Draft them. Draft them. Yeah, that's, that's what I do. But Bali was cool. It was, like one of those places where it's always interesting because it's like third world Mm -hmm. you know there's resort bali which is stunningly breathtakingly clean amazing ornate everything but then there's like real bali which isn't like that so it's always a struggle for me to want to experience the culture and the people but then also want to be in nice places yeah for real you know so it's like did you do half and half yeah so to be honest so the first place we stayed was in kuda which is like a kuda K-U-T-A. It's like a surfing town. It's like probably the best place to surf like in the world. One of wow. the best places. Australians come all the time and surf. The waves are just perfect all the time. I didn't fucking surf once, but you know. And so that's like a party town. <laughs> Put on the wetsuit. Yeah, I was like, I want to go out there and just hang. Hang. <laughs> So, it was just like a party town where Australians party, so it was kind of gross, to be honest. Mm-hmm. So we moved from that place. Said, fuck it. And went to Semiac and stayed in Semiac at Peppers. We stayed at the W Semiac and we stayed one night at Le Pirate, which is on an island, which was insane. Just like the coolest place. Wow. 
um, my guide, I'll link, I am going to do a Bali guide on my blog. So I'll link that. And um, the people are so friendly and warm and welcoming. And the food is bomb. I know. Being vegan. Your snaps were like. Dude. <laughs> acai bowls at like every turn. There was like amazing bowls. Is that like where acai bowls were born Probably. or whatever you're saying? They were like amazing. Wow. The, I had the best vegan meals in my life. And uh, yeah. one night, me and my sister went ham. We got four drinks, two glasses of wine, two appetizers, three desserts, two entrees for $40. 40 US dollars. <laughs> 40 That's the thing. Like, the and traveling, so, like, mm-hmm. the traveling to Bali is probably very expensive. Yep. Once you're there, it's like you spend nothing. Literally nothing. You could get massages for $8. Wow. I was like, it, it's just crazy. And the people are so nice. And it's just a good mix of different people from different countries mm-hmm. like South Africans. So that was definitely a hundred. It was just interesting. And then one part we were in probably one of the nicest resorts in the world. It's called Ayana. Mm-hmm. Like the last night we were like, fuck it. Like, let's go big. And so we reserved the hotel with points. My sister had so many points. So she spent a good amount of money for us to get like at this resort. That was like, I was like silent. It was so nice. Oh my God. Like we got out of the taxi. They had lays for us. They knew our names. Like they had welcoming drinks for us. They gave us a tour. Like, they showed us a map. Like, we had escorts taking us to dinner. Like, everything was taken care of. Like, anything you would say, they were like, yes, thank you. Like, you'd walk around and people would bow to you. They were like, I'm walking and I look like a hot mess. And they're bowing to me, thanking me for literally walking in front of them. Wow. Insane. And so that was interesting because it was almost like I was uncomfortable being Mm -hmm. in such a nice atmosphere. I, like, had to remind myself that this was for me. And this was, like, I'm meant to be here. You know, like, I don't think yeah. I'm a piece of shit, but, like, I was kind of like, what am I doing here? Like, it was almost a weird moment. I'm like, oh, do I deserve mm-hmm. this? And I didn't tell myself that I deserve this. I'm like, you deserve to be here. You created this. Like, this is for you. But that was, like, very interesting. I was in the shitty place. I'm like, I don't fucking deserve this. But then I was in the real nice place. I'm like, I don't deserve this either. Yeah. You know? That's so interesting. Isn't that fascinating? It was, like, fascinating. But, yeah, Bali was hundred. Oh, man. It's on the bucket for sure right? for me, yeah. It was Sounds cool. so amazing. It was less tropical than I would think, I guess. Like, I think people imagine pristine white beaches and palm mm-hmm. trees and, like, little tiny huts. And I have an Instagram of that. But it's not as much like that. It's pretty populous. There's lots of traffic. Oh, wow. Yeah. There's lots of traffic. Hmm. Isn't it Yeah. Well, something we're used to, so. Yeah, I was, like, I was we like, oh. literally in the car for, like, eight hours a day. I'm like, mm, comfortable. Damn. Yeah chilling oh so good girl glad you're back though i missed you i missed you it was weird without you a long time it was a long time yeah yeah i was like i was like oh my god what's going on with your life i felt like i missed i know i was like wait and i've already dated someone and broken up literally i was like wait what's going on with guys i'm like wait i was like did we transition without me you put up like 100 episodes it was like insane i'm moving on you got a new soul cycle schedule Lincoln bio. Um, I don't know. Yeah, no. I mean, I just... But it was was good to miss you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It was good. Well, good hundred. Healthy tension. Not hundred. Not hundred. Give me it. Let me tell you. Yeah. Okay. Not sure if you know this, but one out of eight couples struggle with infertility. It's kind of staggering. Most people don't know and or aren't ready to talk about it. And 
the thing is we really need good data and information about our bodies in order to have informed conversations with our doctors and make the best decisions for ourselves and for our future. Sometimes we can be so lost in the shame of it all that we forget to really take action and figure out our best options. And that's why Modern Fertility was created. I've been having fertility conversations with a lot of you in my DM, so I'm excited to talk about Modern Fertility. It's an easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home, major, major, with a simple finger prick. You mail it in with a prepaid label, and you'll get personalized results within six business days, okay? And you'll get insight into your hormone levels, like your ovarian reserve, aka if you have more or fewer eggs than average for your age, and other important factors that can impact your fertility. Results really go deep into what every hormone means. And you can also download the results to review with your doctor for next steps. Just to give you a sense traditional hormone testing at a fertility clinic can cost over $600. But Modern Fertility tests the same general set of hormones at a fraction of the price. And if you go to modernfertility.com slash almost 30, you can get $30 off your test. Plus you can get reimbursed for the test through your FSA, HSA. If you want kids today or maybe one day in the future, clinically sound info about your body can help you make that decision that's right for you. So right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $30 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash almost 30. This is limited time. So take advantage now. That means your test will cost $149, which is really, really great. Hormone testing at a fertility clinic, again, can cost three times as much. Get $30 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash almost 30. That's modernfertility.com slash almost 30. I don't know if you guys have heard. Asians love Hello Kitty. No, I've heard. Have you heard? I've heard. And this is literally by no stretch a stereotype. It's fact. And they will own it and they love it. And... There's Hello Kitty stores everywhere. Like there's a, at the in Taiwan, there was a Hello Kitty um, part of the airport that was decorated as a waiting room. Mm-hmm. It was like Hello Kitty giant, like giant figurines, like everything was Hello Kitty in this one part that was a waiting room in the Taiwan airport. It was packed. Like dads were like chilling on a p- giant pink sofa. <laughs> Like, there was, like, plugged in, like, Hello Kitty. They love fucking Hello Kitty. There's Hello Kitty stores. Like, people couldn't get enough of it. So, the airline we flew was called EVA Airlines. Okay. We got, by luck, one of their, like, ten Hello Kitty-themed planes. So sick. So, the plane... The entire plane? The plane is hot pink. It is... Shut the fuck up. Hello Kitty's on the side. You didn't take a picture of this? I have a picture. Oh, okay. Okay. Hello Kitty's on the side. The seats are pink. The waitresses or the stewardesses are wearing pink suits with, like, a pink Hello Kitty handkerchief. And they're like, hello, like, hello, kitty. Like, okay, there's, I have it with me. There is a Hello Kitty barf bag in the seat. The spoons are like a tiny kitty at the end. Everything on the plane is Hello Kitty. So you're kind of like in like a dream world. Like, it's like 12 hours of like hot pink Hello Kitty everywhere. You're kind of like, whoa, like... I'm what did they serve in this? Oh, just barf. shit food. Like, it wasn't like a, it yeah. wasn't like amazing like it wasn't candy like kitty burgers. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> and you guys, Hello Kitty is a, actually a little girl that's dressed up as a cat. It's not a cat. That ruined it for me. Yep, <laughs> might drop on that one. <laughs> well, someone told me when I asked them about it. So it's like a hot pink plane. There's like 
the seats are really spacious though in EVA air. Like I was so comfortable, blah, blah. And I didn't know it, but I was like sitting in my seat next to my sister and I'm like, we're in the front seat of the row. So like we have extra leg room. We can kind of like see the bathroom. Like there's space in front of us. We got lucky. So we're sitting there and I'm like, I didn't even know, but I'm like, got up after like eight hours and my sister's like, Krista, oh my God. And if there's any boys listening, like, please stop. (laughs) (laughs) Period blood. On the fucking pink On the Hello Kitty seat. Oh. I leaked through my dress. My God. Period blood on the Hello Kitty seat. (laughs) So on the back of my dress, there's like a blood line. On the Hello Kitty seat, there's like a blood line. Like, if there's anything to like ruin like a Hello Kitty moment, it was that. So for the whole flight, I had to like chill with like blood on me. Holy shit. Yep. Did you go to the bathroom and use a Hello Kitty tampon? I wish. I don't even know if I... I didn't have one, so I had to buy them for, like, $15 when we landed at the airport. Oh, so you just sat in it? Yeah, I was, like, just, like... Well, I made one, you know? Yep, yep. You know what I mean? But I was like, oh, Guys, God. you gotta make tampons sometimes. Yeah. Save okay. life hack. Girls are fucking smart make as shit. Make tampons. <sighs> God, I was, like, sitting there. I'm like, thank God I'm not. Like, justice would just be like, ooh. <laughs> like, what is that? And I'm like, oh, my God. I Like, if anyone saw me, like. Holy shit. Like, and I was, like, sleeping. They probably had to shampoo that seat. A hundred percent. I couldn't have left it faster. I put the pillow on it when I left. I, like, set the little Hello Kitty pillow on it. I was like, bye. Mm. I was like, oh. It was just, like. I know. A moment. So that was my 900. Oh, my, my God. Sorry, but wrapped up in a big old hundred of Hello Kitty. Yeah. Hello Kitty plane. That's a once in a lifetime. Once in a lifetime. Truly a once in a lifetime. Truly. I wish we had kids so that they could have experienced that. I know. That. You know what I was thinking? Because we're kind of like, fuck the Hello, Hello Kitty. Hello Kitty is to Asia as Mickey is to the United States. Oh. Maybe more, though. Disney World. Me too. I think it freaks me out. I think if you're an adult that goes to Disney World, you. I'm hiring someone to take my kids. You need to have sex more. Or find someone who likes just as much. Like. All right. Um, hundred. My hundred happened last night. Mm. Um, that wasn't even with you. <laughs> um, no, I just went out to, for drinks, but on my way home, I like had Ubered there. Mm-hmm. I went out for drinks with uh, my friend Kara and I Ubered home and I just had this like weird feeling come over me. I was like, they, they continued to go out. I literally went home at like mm-hmm. nine thirty. my life slash. So yeah. So it's like heaven. I was so happy. I was like, Heaven. bye guys, bye Heaven. guys. And I was like, yes. Heaven. Best of both worlds. And friends sleep. Best yeah, of both worlds. Right? Yep. Um, so I called the Uber and I just I see his like face and his name. His name's David. He's driving like like a Nissan Cute. something Altima. And um he's this like big black guy. And I just, like, felt like I was going to, like, be friends with him. Mm. Or just, like, love him for some mm. reason. I was like... I know what you mean. You, you see your you picture, mean? you're like, I fucking love you, dude. Like, sometimes I feel like they're going to probably, like... Yep. Take me to an alley. Yep. But sometimes I'm like, oh, my God, okay. I can't wait to meet them. Yeah. They're right around the corner. I can't wait to your meet them. Your little picture, you're like, what's up? So he came around the corner, he picked me up. Literally, I just, like, got in the car and I felt it right away. He's like, he's like, hey, girl, how you doing? Welcome. Love you. They get comfortable. How you doing? How was your night? Um, and he's like, excuse me, miss. Would you like a mint? And I was like, and he holds up a mason jar with a top on a screw top on it. It's filled with like prepackaged, like individually packaged mints. 
Like, awesome. I was like, yes, I would. I would love one. And then, like, as I was unscrewing the top, he's like, would you like a dum-dum? And then I was like, oh, shit, are these poison? Like, it's... Yeah. <laughs> He was like Willy Wonka, like just giving me totally. You're like that's enough. But I was like, he's like, you want this X? Oh my god! (laughs) So this one looks like a Nike (laughs) check. I was like, yeah, I totally would. I was like, I love. I want to take them all. I was like, what flavors do you have? And he started listing the flavors. He's like, I have, I have blueberry, I have mystery, I have raspberry, mystery, mystery, throwback, right? Totally. But I went for the strawberry. So good, so good. So anyway, we got to talking. Um, he's from Tonga, which is a, uh, an island in the South Pacific. He's one of 10 children. His family was a family that was chosen. I guess it's like a lottery system. The U S grants money hmm. to families in other countries, um, so that they can come over on a working visa mm-hmm. and his family was one of them. So it's 10 kids, two parents. They come over to the U S come over to California and, his parents, um, I think they work for like Federal Express, like air, mm-hmm. you know, like an airline. And, um, I'm sure worked insane hours oh my God, I and, can only imagine. and supported 10 children. Most of the kids went to college on scholarship, on athletic God. scholarships. Like, and he was just like, like, you inspire me. Yeah. I was literally, you fucking inspire me. I like didn't I almost I didn't even know what to say. I was just like that yep. is unbelievable. Yep. And he went to oh my god oh New Mexico University or New Mexico mm-hmm. State for a, a football scholarship. Mm. And um, I asked him when his day started that day. Like he picked me up at what like ten. He started driving at five a.m. Like literally the happiest person I had met in like quite a long time. I was like wow. I was like that's incredible. Mm-hmm. Like, do you take breaks? He's like, yeah, I stop for lunch, and sometimes we'll get out and I'll stretch, but, you know, just working, hustling. Like, he's just worked so hard. And, like, his parents, like, set mm-hmm. that example. Like, mm-hmm. and he's like, my parents never complained. Like, they just, they worked, and they gave us, you know, everything they could, and, you know, family's really important, and we're all very close. Mm-hmm. And, um, I don't know, I looked at him, and I was like, Cause he doesn't know what he wants to do right now. You know, I guess he didn't make it to the NFL. And, mm-hmm. um, so he's doing Uber and I was like, have you, and it just sounded like crazy coming out of my mouth, but I truly believe like he could make this a reality. Cause he has a unique look. He's, he's overweight, right? Like he's mm-hmm. probably like 300 pounds, mm-hmm. but he just had this like, like beautiful, kind face mm-hmm. too. And like, just his presence like it was a big presence and mm. I just I was like have you ever thought about it sounds so cheesy I was like have you ever thought about acting but I I really like I was like you are so specific like uh. I just like love your energy and I I feel like you know you see tv shows now like orange is the new black yeah. or where there are these specific roles totally. for these unknown actors that literally it is like for them yep and I'm like there's going to be something there for you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I just wanted to see him like living in the best life. Yeah. Uh Like, and I was like, that could be something. I mean, I was probably overstepping my bounds, but I was just like, have you ever thought about it? He's like, no, I was like, I was, and I said, keep talking to the people that you drive around. I was like, I feel like you're going to meet someone. Love that. Who's going to feel the same way that I do, but can actually do something help you. You know what I mean? Like I, I 
That's how it, you lose weight. <laughs> totally. My soul cycle class. Oh my god, totally. He had heard Literally. of soul cycle. He was really? so cute. He's like, oh, that's so cool. Love him. Um. So yeah, it was just like one of those things where I like needed him, and I didn't even know it. Yes. I was like. I love you. Oh, I fucking like love a that. fellow hustler. Yep. In a different way. And he was just like so kind and so positive. Like if you have like, you know, a white girl who's just been out to a bar come into your car, you could be just like fucking drunk white girl totally. coming into your car and hate, be kind of, you know what I mean? Bitch. Kind of hate me before totally. he knows me. And he was so kind. And like, I don't know. I, I fucking love that. And I like walked into the house and the girls were on the couch I was like, I just fell in love with my Uber driver. Love him. They're like, again? I know. Literally, they're like, they're like, why are you in here? That I was like, "Mm." that's a good one. That was so good. So that's a great hundred. I was enthralled with that hundred. Yeah, he was so. He also Uber drivers are everything. He also told me I was like, oh yeah, brother. He's the youngest of ten. Uh huh. I was like, how old you're? He's twenty five. And I that blew my mind. Right. And then he's like, oh, my oldest brother is 40. I was like, oh, wow. Uh Okay. And I was like, do you have any nieces or nephews? (laughs) He goes, yeah, 35. (laughs) You're like, "Uh (laughs) I tried not to like spit out my mint. Totally. I was like 35. He's like, yeah, one of my brothers has 10 kids and he's only uh, 35. I was doing no so much. Off. I was doing so much math in my head. Same. I'm doing it right now. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, it's not fun. Oh my god, it's not for me. Ten kids. It's not for me. I haven't heard of someone having ten kids since like my grandma's grandma. I know little about my future, but I know it won't have ten kids. No, 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 no. So anyway. So hundred, um, not hundred snaps. All right. This is, I don't think I told you this. Mm. Um, so my best friend was here last week and, uh, it was so fun. Oh, he was missing, m- visiting from New York and we went out to dinner one night. It was just like a kind of an impromptu. Like we didn't know where we were going, but I knew we want, like I wanted to take him to Abikini. Yeah. Take some like sexy shots of him on Abikini. You know what Love, I mean? Yeah for his blog and Insta. Um, so we first, we were just like walking. I was like, let's like just put our name in at Jelena. Uh-huh. Like see if we can get on like, like a communal table. So yeah. Jelena's like Lisa. one of the, like the spots yeah. in Venice slash in it's like LA. like one of those spots where like you talk to the hostess and like you like, yeah, they think they're tight. Mm-hmm. So I put my name in. They're like, oh, it's going to be an hour. And I was like, all right, whatever. Yeah. So put it in, gave him my number. So we go across the street to Salt Air and have um, wine and you like an appetite. Salt Air? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's good. Okay. It's good. Um, the seafood's really good. But, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it doesn't, like, blow me away. Mm-hmm. But it was, it was nice. Mm-hmm. Like, the atmosphere is kind of nice. We were sitting at the bar. So then we got the text from Jelena, and we go over to Jelena. So we're at the communal table. And we're with, like, four other couples, but everyone's, like, minding their own business. Mm-hmm. It's, like, cool. So Maddie and I are sitting Communal next. tables are hard. It's hard, but I was, like, yeah, never like, just on a communal tables. It is, like... If you're sitting across from each other, it sucks. Yeah. Like, I want them People, next to me. People, like, but be listening. Totally. Totally. Especially to, like, Justin and I. Oh, my God. Well, yeah, because you're just... Or just, like... Your vibe. Vibing. Yeah. People are like, 
mm-hmm. Justin hates it. And most people are not vibing with each other. Exactly. You know? Because we're enjoying each other. People are like, wait a second. Uh-huh. They're having a genuine conversation. Yeah. I'd love to listen. <laughs> Perk up. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's like, ugh. Meanwhile, they're all on their phones, like, yep. not interacting. Yep. That's what we saw the entire time. We were mm. like, So anyway, enjoying our meal. We got our, I've never said meal in my life. Enjoying our dinner. Yeah, meal works. I know, but meal feels yeah. weird in my mouth. And um, we get our appetizers, and we have, like, wine. And all of a sudden, I just, like, catch something out of the corner of my eye. And Maddie sees it. There is a small cockroach crawling across the table. Shut up. So, like, here's the thing. I worked in the restaurant business for years. I've seen cockroaches. Like... I understand that one one might get in and like it's just a fucking shame. Galena someone... would like play it off like that was tight. They'd be like, "Oh yeah, that's like part of the vibe." So or, like, well, really farm to table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, literally it's farm literally to table. Meant to be. So no one else sees it. I'm very calm because I'm like, you know what? I'm not. I am not the type to create a scene. Literally. Yeah, you're not. So I grab like my water glass. I drink the rest of the water, and I capture it underneath my glass. Good for you. But like cash, I don't slam it down. I'm not like ah. Yeah. I just place it on top. I call the the hostess over. I said hi. I don't want to like you know create a scene, but I just caught a little cockroach underneath that clear glass right there. And she's like, oh my god. She's like, okay, let me go get my manager. Hold on one second, right away. They don't come back to the table. You're lying. No one comes to the table for 10 minutes. I swear to God, there's a live cockroach on the You're table lying. underneath a clear glass for 10 minutes. You're lying. I swear on my life. Maddie sees her tell the manager, the manager is bringing something to a table. He doesn't come over for 10 minutes. And we're like, we thought we were being punked. We were like, wait a second. There's a live bug on your table at a, at a restaurant that is like, you need to wait months to get into. If you think there's into. a live bug underneath a glass at a table and we're thinking about anything else but this live bug underneath a glass at our table, fucking high. you're fucking high. So, when he does come over... There you go. That's now I'm going to have a... Com- now we're going to... I'm going to be a treat. So, he does come over and he's this young punk, whatever. Like, you could just tell he fuck. He does not say a word to us. He has a piece of paper that he's going to slide. Swear to God, does not say a word to us. Slides the paper underneath the glass. Checks to see if there's actually a bug. Because he thinks we're lying. And walks away with it without saying a word to us. Not one word. Not like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Let me just take care of this. I'll be right back. Thank you so much for not creating a scene. This is, this is unacceptable. Thank you so much, right? And that would have made it better. I would have been like, yeah, of course, I'm, I, whatever. Not a damn word. So literally, I am, and I, I don't even know how I'm to get. I'm literally going to write a Yelp review on bed tonight. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I want to write to them, too, like to the general management, because I was not okay with that manager dead. Like, it was crazy. So he came back. He came back, and Maddie knows how to, like, just serve people up better than I do. I'm a little bit emotional, and I won't get my words out, and I'll be... I just won't get it out. I just know myself, so I was like, like, Maddie, just do it. So very calmly, and in a very, like, you know, respectful, Mm -hmm. yet, like, stern way, he was just like, sir, the way you just handled 
the situation was unacceptable. We quietly captured a cockroach, a small cockroach, which actually has like more germs and eggs on it than a larger cockroach. If you Google, Google, Google that shit, New Yorkers, they do. Yeah, they know. And, um, quietly caught it, brought your hostess over and you didn't return to our table for 10 minutes. And then when you did, you didn't say a word to us. Like it made us feel like, like what we brought to, yeah. Like we were doing something wrong. Yes. And he's like, well, I just want to, I just wanted to handle it and like take it out of the way. And we were like, sir, like you, you could have said something to us when, as you were taking away, like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'll be right back. Thank you so much. And taken away. Right. Mm -hmm. And he's like, well, I'm sorry. And we were like. I'm sorry, what? And we were like, sir, like, the way you're handling this, like, we are sitting at a table with four other couples. Mm. This table, I mean, Maddie was throwing down some numbers. It's like, this table is going to bring you in, like, a thousand bucks right now. We could have made a scene, and everyone would have been like, I'm not paying for dinner. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So. So we were just, like, reading him on that. And he's like... I understand that, sir, but I was just trying to take care of it. And he's like, you know what? Fine. He's like, I'll take care of your check. And we were like, whoa. As if we planted the fucking cockroach. I was like, whoa. Okay. Um, uh, That's not why we called you over at all. You know what I mean? And so... He took care of our check, and it was very uncomfortable. I was just... shit about the fucking money. Of course not. Exactly. And he's like, I'll take care of your server, too. And I said, no, no, no. Oh, fuck you. Oh, my God. Literally, fuck Literally. you. I said, fuck you. That listen, fucking pisses me off. I was like, the way I handled this situation is because I was in the service business for a long time. And I was like, I understand shit happens. Like, not everything's going to run smooth all I'll the time. I'll take care of your server, too. So I said, no, no, no. I'll take care of him. So I, the server had no idea what was going on. He was also kind of an asshole, but whatever. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, here you go. I was like, you take this. Thank you for taking care of us. Whatever. And we left. But I am never going back to Jelena, number ever, one. Ever. Be- not because of the cockroach. I yep. don't give a fucking shit. Literally, I'll drop yep. food on the floor and eat it. Yep. I don't care about... Yep. Like, if I see a bug, I'm like, okay. Uh, yeah. If it's an infestation, that's a different story. But, like, this was about the service. It was atrocious. Like, I... I felt like violated. That makes me feel some type of way. You know what you mean? Yeah. So I'm writing a Yelp review. Hell yeah. I'm fucking writing a Yelp review tonight. So that was my not hundred. It just rubbed me the wrong. Because I tried to do the right thing. Yep. And I want to be rewarded for doing the right thing. Not not be made to feel like an asshole. Yep. And he made me feel like an asshole. You know? Man, that makes me feel some type of way. Yeah. His name's Oscar. He's the manager at Jelena. Oh Sorry, God, God Oscar. <laughs> it's like, that is so perfect. Dude, but it's hard because it's like that conversation, you can't have enough conversations with that human to make him f- do the right thing or feel the right or respond in the right mature not. way. So that's what's not. frustrating is like, I'm going to have a real conversation with you like Maddie did and kind of like tell you how we were feeling, why we were feeling that way and kind of hoping that you would understand or relate and if they are good or just fake it yeah. fake understanding exactly. just feel, the customer is always right i'm sorry Whoop. yep yep you yep. can yep. we yep. can yep. we can walk out the door and you can talk shit on us i don't exactly. care but make us feel like you know god i agree 
That's a good ass. Those are girl. You murdered it this week. Oh my god, thank you. Ellie ain't got shit on your life well, and like, Well, I feel like I always fall a little bit short. I'm like, no nah. way. Like, forgot my underwear, not hundred. Yeah, totally. You know, like everyone farted in yoga, not hundred. <laughs> Dude, that was fucking fire. Um, okay. Man, just to think when it couldn't get any better. <laughs> Who's our question from? Brandy. Brandy. Love that. Let me find it. Let me find it. Let me find it. Okay. Okay. Brandy. Subject. Defriending friends IRL. In real life. In real life. I just found out what that meant. I'm saying it a lot now. Cool. Would love to know your thoughts on realizing what friendship actually means in your late 20s versus early 20s. I find myself looking at my friendships differently and cleaning out friends that aren't serving me and them in a healthy way. Maybe we've grown apart. Maybe our lives don't align. Maybe I realized that the only person working to maintain the relationship was me and who needs that. But regardless, I look at my friendships so differently now and wonder if all people go through this. Would love your thoughts and love you both. Brandy. Brandy, you're my best friend. It's that time. It's that time love of you, life. Brandy, dude. It's that time of life. Right? I love you. Um, I yeah, love you, sister. Yeah, we all go through it. I'm feeling some type of way about this. Again, I'm feeling type of way about. This well, I think it happens. Episode. Yeah, no, it's it's. I think it happens at those milestones in mm-hmm. your life, whether you make a big move mm-hmm. or my stomach is so loud right now. You need to sorry. I don't know. It's coming from like a deeper place. <laughs> Your butthole. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Bring it back. No, it's um, whether you're moving, whether you're starting a new mm-hmm. job, whether you break up with someone, whether you're starting to date someone, whether you're getting married, whether you're about to have a kid, it happens at these different times in life. And I think those like moments and those milestones are kind of there to as like little filters and it's gonna be uncomfortable and it's just like this ebb and flow of like the relationships in your life you know people are not always going to be your friends they might be your friends for a certain period of time for a certain reason and like it's so amazing when you do find friends that you're going to have forever it's just not gonna be a lot of them and it's i think it's like closed nodding really hard i know it's like i'm nodding really hard. i know it's well, yeah, both of us are just kind of, especially because we both moved to from New York, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's this huge, huge change mm-hmm. to go from that lifestyle to this one, from that energy mm-hmm. to this one. Mm-hmm. And not everyone's going to get it and it's okay. Mm-hmm. And you can still be best friends with someone who doesn't get it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. And but I feel like if you are changing and you are growing and there are people that aren't aligning to you and celebrating not, your change and growth oh, mm. and you're not feeling like they're aligning to the person and to the person that you're becoming and you're loving that person that you're becoming, you need to first give them the opportunity to move forward with you and align with you and be honest and upfront with them. Mm-hmm. So always giving them the benefit of the doubt, having a conversation about how you're feeling is the utmost importance. Of course. Giving them that space and that opportunity, but then also too being okay that you're going to move forward possibly without them. 
you know I think that I I think I told you this but I feel like I had like you can't be friends with every person you've ever had in your life like I think about when I'm in sixth grade I had a best friend seventh grade I had a best Mm -hmm. friend you know whatever and it's like there's not enough space for everyone that you love like I had a best friend for a while and like then I just didn't have enough space in my life for that friendship because I loved that person so much and now I realize that you know there's not enough time or love or energy for you to have all these people in your life at once as hard as it may be and especially as you get older when your time spend is on like your career or your 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 person mm-hmm. or with yourself there's just not going to be everyone's not going to be there and it's hard it's like a death yeah you know yeah you like mourn it mm-hmm. um and if people aren't aligning to like what you're doing like i feel like that's really a struggle for me because i feel like i with like blogging and like the podcast or like meditation or like being vegan or whatever i am like i don't know it's hard because I don't find many people that align to what I believe in. Mm-hmm. So it's like, when I do, I'm like, oh, yeah, you're my person. You're my tribe. Also expecting or appreciating people that don't. But it's like, as I become more, more confident in who I am and I like who I am more and I'm kind of more forthright about what I'm passionate about, I'm naturally going to gravitate to people that are aligned to me. And I feel like there's ebbs and flows. Like, if there's someone that's aligned to you at some point in your life and then not at another, that's okay. Oh, yeah. You know? I mean, I think that, like, I mean, for Brandy, like, Mm -hmm. if she's literally defriending in real life, it's Mm -hmm. like, there doesn't need to be, like, this Mm -hmm. dramatic, like, dramatic ceremony. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, people feel it and if they don't they're mm-hmm. completely on another planet but mm-hmm. i'm sure they feel the disconnect too mm-hmm. and it's okay to just keep living your life mm-hmm. and doing what you're doing and the great part is that if they if they choose to catch up to you mm-hmm. in the sense that like they become okay with the way you've changed or mm-hmm. the sec- success that you're finding like they'll catch up and mm-hmm. that would be an amazing thing mm-hmm. to reconnect with them at your new level mm-hmm. and maybe it'll bring them up to their new level mm-hmm. but um, even wasting energy, like, you know, making it a big dramatic break mm-hmm. is like almost too much, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And I think as you change and grow, like you change and grow so much in your twenties, it's like people know you as something. So like f- people might know me in my twenties as someone that's X, Y, or Z. But when I'm 24, I want to be A, B, and C. So it's hard for someone to, like, know you as something Mm -hmm. and you want to be something else. And that's sometimes where the disconnect happens if someone can't really evolve with you or see your evolution and and support it. You know, you just got to keep going and be more of who you are. And if you you want to take a break, take a break. If that feels good, do it for longer. If it doesn't, you know, try and work on it. I think in friendships, people take things so personally mm-hmm. when really there's just like this, like natural evolution, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like they just think like it's me or mm-hmm. how dare you like mm-hmm. think that I think that, or, you know, mm-hmm. it just becomes this personal thing when really friendship is literally about like supporting the growth Mm -hmm. no matter what Mm -hmm. no matter what Mm -hmm. and when they're low you know you 
in your capacity, you do what you can to lift them up and Mm -hmm. vice versa. And Mm -hmm. I don't think there should ever be like questioning Mm -hmm. each other's paths unless obviously you're on like some really dangerous path, but it's just, (laughs) you know what I mean? Holy shit. But you know, it's like, it's like, that's the fun of it. Mm -hmm. Like I'm on my wave and I love being witnessed to and maybe every once in a while riding your wave like that's cool mm-hmm. totally and it's not going to be the same you know I would think like I think about this with me if for someone in my life that like doesn't align to what I'm doing right now what if for Brandy like it seems like there's you know this is obviously something that's bothering her enough to write us so this person she feels like she's giving them too much energy it might not be reciprocated I would kind of think about what about that is bothering you so much? Like, because you, and I think it's because she loves that person Mm. and she loves them as a friend, you know? And I think that's where it's like, if you're like, someone's annoying you and you kind of hate them, like, like, Oh my God, they're just like X, Y, or Z. It's because you love them and you like, your energy is flipped from love to, to annoyance or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's because you feel some type of way about them. So it's going to be hard to like change that to sort of not caring as much, you know, like I would kind of think about what about that situation? Like, do you feel like they're not being supportive or whatever? Give them the opportunity. And like, if they don't, it's kind of better to just slowly move on. Yeah. Which is okay. Totally. Okay. You know, totally. Okay. It's life. It's, like, that is, like, getting almost 30 for real. Yeah. When you're 20, I would, like, roll deep with, like, a group of, like, 18 of my best friends. Right? It's, like... them. <laughs> we like, 20 of us at a bar. I'm, like, I love you guys. Do you talk to, like, one of them now? Mm-hmm. Two? It, like, I think my friends are interesting. Like, we're... They're, like, great friends. Like, yeah. So, I talk to them, like, a That's lot. That's great. Yeah. And it's, like, just, like... Yeah. So, I, t- I talk to them, like, a lot. But then there's other groups that I don't. You yeah. know, it's just fine. Like, mm-hmm. I definitely, like, gone the route. So, Brandy. All right, girl. We love you. We'll be your friend. I know. No, it's just a natural thing. I mean, everyone's going through it, mm-hmm. so you're not I love alone question. whatsoever. Yeah, oh, my gosh, no. This is, like, the age of it. Mm-hmm. This is the age of it. And, like, you almost, when you're older, welcome less friends. I love having very little friends. I love that. <laughs> I love no, I just, I'm, I'm able, I know, I'm able to give more of myself sometimes mm-hmm. when I have so many it's hard it's hard I feel like very thin you mm-hmm. know like I just want to like totally I feel like yeah. I'm not being a good friend to all of them mm-hmm. it's hard that's what this is another conversation I only say this that's such interesting about texting and cell phones and being so able to connect and be in touch it almost provides an anxiety for me because I know I could reach out to any of my friends at one time so I almost feel like I need to be you doing should more. totally I know that's how I feel too. I'm so stressful. Or not calling someone yep. or not calling them enough. I'm not texting them enough. I'm not mm. whatever, you know, cause when you love a lot of people, you want to be in touch with them, but you just got to hope that you have friends that also feel the way you do, which is like, I love you. Like where you're like telepathically, like, I love you, dude. Yeah. You know, like yep. you're right now in mm-hmm. Cleveland and I love you. Yep. You know? Yeah. I love that. Me too. Sending them good thoughts. Should All right, Brandy girl. We love you. Damn. This was a fucking tight ass episode. Tight, tight like your little. <laughs> That's not tight right now. I feel like the whatever's happening in my stomach is about to. <laughs> you have to go drop a deuce. Um, love you guys. Love you. Have a great subscribe, week. rate, review. Super important. You want to know why? We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, we just we we want to be more visible to you guys. So 
it's yeah it's really important it helps us yeah it helps us we want to help you we want to spread the word yeah love you love you have a great week bye bye, bye.